Welcome to Call the Binge Wife. Have you experienced an episode of your life where you find it hard to decide? We all go through seasons where it just seems we cannot find what we're looking for, eventually spiralling out of control while doom scrolling a menu with far too many options. That's when you need Call the Binge Wife. Ruth and Roger have emptied their bladders, grabbed their favourite snacks and spent countless hours watching TV to help you figure out what to skip and what to binge. So sit back, relax and call the binge wife. Now, here are your hosts, Ruth and Roger. Thank you, Andrew. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Roger. And I'm Ruth. This is Call the Binge Wife. Ruth, what show are we going to cover today? We are talking about The Bear. The Bear. So The Bear is uh, a newer show. Came out in 2022, June 23rd. It has one season, although what I've read, there's a second season coming up soon at the beginning of summer. It is rated TVMA for good reason. And where to watch it is on Hulu. It is FX labeled. But you cannot watch it on FX, the cable channel. You have to watch it on Hulu. It's a Hulu-exclusive FX show. The first season, it had eight episodes. The genre that they claim is comedy-drama. I think that Ruth and I would probably agree that maybe it's more drama than comedy. Yep, definitely. And so uh, the production staff, a note, Christopher Storr is the writer and director Cast note is Jeremy Allen White. He plays head chef Carmi or Carmen. And Ebon Moss Bakarak plays Richie, somebody you probably aren't familiar with the name, but have seen him all over. Io Edabiri is the sous chef Sydney. Um, she's a comedian and a newcomer, I think, to TV. The opposite of that is Oliver Platt plays uh, uncle jimmy i always love seeing oliver platt in anything he always brings it liza colonzias plays tina and the rotten Tomatoes score has the critics at 100 percent. i think this is the highest rated show that we will cover all this season and the audience score is 91 so that's pretty impressive awards to date the golden globe winner for best performance by an actor in a television series Music comedy went to Jeremy Allen White, again, who plays the lead of Carmi. Very well-deserved. Ruth, what is the show all about? Okay, so The Bear follows a young rising star chef in New York named Carmen, and he goes by Carmi, after he comes back to his hometown of Chicago to run the family Italian sandwich shop after his brother Michael's death. What is it? The original Italian beef. Yeah. They claim to be the original Italian beef uh, on the north side of the river. Yes. And then what follows is the chaos of him trying to figure out how to keep the restaurant afloat and improve it, his inherited strong-willed kitchen staff, and his strained family relationships, all while grappling with his brother's drug use and suicide. Yeah, so definitely not uh, safe for work material in general as far as content, let alone the language that's used. Yeah, a lot of (laughs) F-bombs. A lot of (laughs) F-bombs, that's right. (laughs) So why did we watch? Uh, We watch a friend of ours, Michael, is our go-to person tell us what we need to watch next. And we should probably have him on the show sometime, but uh, Michael suggested it to me and and I didn't know a whole lot about it. Uh, I just maybe seen a couple of commercials or something here and there 
heard it was getting good buzz. And uh, you and I, Ruth, sometimes have different sleep schedules. And so you go to bed <laughs> earlier. And so I actually watched it uh, over the course of two nights uh, by myself. It's a real easy watch. Episodes are half an hour or so. So it doesn't take a long time to watch. And when I was done, I felt like uh, we should watch it together because it was so good. What was your impression before we started watching? What did you heard? What was it that kind of said, you said, okay, yeah, we can watch that. Well, first of all, you don't sleep enough. Or yeah, but <laughs> so. True. I do sleep. I need a lot of sleep, though. So I trust Michael. Not that I don't trust you. Don't, <laughs> don't tell Roger this. Oh, sorry. Yeah, too late. <laughs> but I know you know me, too. I mean, you know me way better than Michael. Like, if Michael likes something, I think, okay, we can give it a whirl. But if you say also, like, hey, I already watched this, and I think you would like it. And I'm like, all right. Let's give it a whirl. Yeah. Michael's suggestions aren't always perfect. Uh, I'll right. be the first to say that. He, he definitely has his likes and dislikes. And I wasn't sure if you were going to like it or not. I just thought, well, so there, it's not a hack and slash. We don't usually watch a whole lot of g- things with gore in it very often. And so, so I thought, well, it's good drama. So let's try it. Okay. So Roger, what was one positive thing from the show? Yeah, so we do three positives and one negative. And so my first positive would probably be that a lot of times we talk about music being the mood setter in a show. And for me, with this show, I I really found that the music was almost a, another character in the scene. That if you, you're watching it and, and really goes back to, to episode seven, I think, and I don't want to do a whole lot of spoilers, but... The whole episode is very high-paced, very hard-hitting, very stressful, and it seems like the music to me was just another character adding to that stress. Not just the mood. It was like it was speaking when the characters weren't speaking, and it was, you know, it just seemed like it was almost a whole other character. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what it was, but you make me want to go back. And I know we commented on that, yeah, after that episode. Mm-hmm. So what's what was your one of your positives? Okay, so I really liked the story. It was really satisfying, especially at the end of season one. I think sometimes I get frustrated. Like I don't know why, but I'm like, well, where's the parents or what's going on? Like I <laughs> don't I always say that. I'm like, well, where's their mom and dad? I don't know. I want to see the whole family. That's a interesting. Thing. The theme of family, like his his sister, without giving it, is in some of the sister and brother-in-law are there, but we don't see the parents, so that's interesting. But uncle, Uncle Jimmy, right, is in there. Mm-hmm. But there's really a theme of family and friends, friends, too, who become our chosen families. So there were parts that were funny and deep. There were characters also that I thought should be fired or killed so they would not be annoyed anymore. <laughs> I mean, that killed the right away, right? I agree. He comes home, right? He comes back yeah. to the family business, and yet there isn't a lot of family there. And it's he almost inherits this family of of misfits in the kitchen that become his family from his from his deceased brother, which I thought was very interesting. Yes, like there's this whole kind of ready-made family or could be a family but at first Mm. it's like whoa these 
this is not they're not gelling well yeah it's not a healthy environment <laughs> yeah yeah definitely like uh, in fact that I'll talk a little bit more about that but yeah at first I was like whoa this is I don't know about this okay so how about what's your second positive yeah it has to be the brilliance of Jeremy Allen White uh, the lead character he plays Carmi, the chef. His acting is absolutely stellar. He was in Shameless, and a lot of people are comparing the same two characters, saying that they're very similar characters. I didn't watch Shameless, maybe a couple of episodes, so I'm not real familiar with his work there. But mm-hmm. it, in The Bear, he is just brilliant, deserved uh, the Golden Globe by far out of the, the people that were on the list of, of uh, potential uh, candidates he definitely should have won and he just he's just brilliant he does a seven minute long monologue in the eighth episode that just is gut-wrenching to watch and, and i don't know of another act after i was done watching it i've watched it several times on youtube i was just like i don't know anybody else that could pull this off it, it was I originally thought it was one shot. It was actually two shots and that even makes oh, it more. It? Yeah. And that yeah. even makes it more difficult. Right. It was just, you know, the fact that he, he just busted that whole, you know, seven minute long monologue uh, with only two takes was just absolutely phenomenal to me. He just does a brilliant job. He, you can see the struggle in his face during the other episodes, as far as dealing with his situation, his pain and anguish of losing his brother. Uh, and, and then at the same time, also just trying to be a good guy boss. He fails at it sometimes, but his, his acting is just absolutely stellar. Yeah. Oh, so you watched him, the monologue on YouTube. Yes. A couple a times. times. Yeah. yeah. How about you? Well, you stole my thunder there. <laughs> I also, mine is White and his seven minute monologue in the final, in the eighth episode was amazing so I was going to talk about the monologue too but I know we both remarked about it and but I also think the way he carried the character through his expressions and like you said he was just that struggle between so many things like a a mourning brother um, a brother to a sister and his relationship with his uncle and his his brother's best friend who's a real pain in the ass and then I forget the character's name, the baker. His son in just everyone doing all different things in Sydney, their relationship too. But how like expressions on his face, what he said, the tense moments. Um, but yeah, I was that's what I what meant about when it was really satisfying and when he did the monologue, because I thought finally, like he's speaking. Like I don't he didn't really talk much about how he felt Mm -hmm. did he before like it was just there so concentrated on the restaurant he's not focused on even in the relationship with his sister he doesn't communicate his feelings about what's going on with the restaurant his brother's death all that kind of stuff yeah she's like you know you can call me or don't call me i'm just i could see it though too like when you're in that mode like he was trying to make the business work he was so engrossed in that but there meanwhile there's just so much inside him mm-hmm. so when that came out I was like yeah and and just a really powerful actor so I thought his award also was really well deserved okay well how about you what's your third positive 
Yeah, my third positive, I, th- I think we're doubling up on these two. But uh, for me, just the entire acting of the entire cast. I love a good ensemble cast show. I, I really want to see a, like a major one main lead and everybody else is kind of swirling around them. Uh, everybody in this cast acts so well. It's directed well. I love a good walk and talk. You know, if you're not familiar, it's the West Wing style of walking through the building and not taking any breaks. And it looks like it's a continuous one shot. And some of these episodes just feel like the whole episode is one take. <laughs> it's it's so frantic and it's so fast paced. And I think one of the things I really like about the acting is that it doesn't seem like there's a script sometimes. Like, yeah. like there's a plan, but there's not a script. And they banter with one of each other so well and play off of each other so well that if there's, you know, talk over each other and all that kind of stuff that it just feels like you're, you're watching some Gordon Ramsay, you know, (laughs) reality show because the the way they interact and move through the kitchen and, you know, everything's happening kind of seems like all at once. So I think they do a great, if it's thoroughly scripted, they're great actors. If it's not thoroughly scripted, they're great actors. They're still great. (laughs) Okay. Do you feel like there was, it's not completely scripted. I don't know. I mean, that's the sense that I get, but at the same time, you just, it could be, and they're just all really great or it's not, like I said, it's not, and they're yeah. all really great. So how about you, your last positive? Okay. I also say the the cast and I think what stuck out to me is just all the different characters. Like we kind of talked about that, like the different types of personalities and characters and like they're all doing their thing, their role at work or within the relationship and, and having being um, loyal to Mike, his brother, and then like trying to get used to him, um, to Carmi and then Sydney and throwing Sydney in the mix. And she was just really powerful. I liked her character too. Uh, she really busted some ass there at the end too, or some parts without telling too much, you know, it's like, whoa, yeah, you go girl. But watching their bond grow was really satisfying. I think that's a word, really satisfying to see. And then just like, oh, so I was thinking, man, this is, they are not going to get it together. And like, you can't give away, not like they're like holding hands and seeing Kumbaya at the end, but that ending scene was really, really satisfying to see that in the finale. Growth. Yeah, yeah, in the finale. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, it makes sense. So what is your one negative? So it was really, I'm, I'm with the critics, right? On Rotten Tomatoes, I, you know, I give this show 100%. So it's very hard for me to find something to be critical about. But th- they use food. It's, it's about a kitchen. It's about a restaurant. And so they use food throughout the show almost again as another character right that that Mm -hmm. you can hear the actors but they're showing the pasta being made or you hear the actors in the dialogue but you're watching them ice the cake or whatever it is and so i i think at some level i'd like to see a little more food porn i think that (laughs) that there's you know that if i have one complaint it's like i really enjoyed that i really enjoyed you know just about the actors but they were acting with their voices and here's the play another character in the show which is the food 
And so I think they did a really good job. I don't think, you know, I've seen a couple other movies about chefs and stuff. And and this one, I think, really hit out of the park as far as if you're a foodie, you'll love it. But at the same time, it leaves you wanting a little more. So that uh-huh. was that was mine. So so what about well said, well said, sweetie. I was gonna say, uh yes, but I will say vegetarians beware. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to put a trigger warning in front of the show for vegetarians. Yeah. For, for sure. But like um the result the cake, yeah, frosting mm-hmm. the cake and doing all the things. Yeah. I, yeah. I see, I gotcha. So what's yours? What is the one thing that you wish would have been maybe be a little different? Okay, so I don't wish that it would have been different now, but I think the only way I could describe it or just was hard for me at first to get used to all the chaos in the kitchen and the atmosphere because I was like, man, life is already stressful and we're watching something that's completely stressing me out. Like, <laughs> I think I read some, like, get your Tums or antacids for the first episode, especially. It was just like, ah, you know, that kitchen. I'm like, man, I would never survive in that atmosphere. I would be going home crying. I and mean, when I was a hostess one, when, you know, break in college and I could hear what was going on in the kitchen mm-hmm. and, but, and you have worked in a Yes, I have kitchen environment, right? Yeah, several times. I have I have several tours of duty in food service uh, in my younger <laughs> years, for yeah, sure. You're a really good chopper. Yeah. You're a really good sous chef. I have, awesome. Yeah, I haven't uh, cut myself in a long time, so that's good. <laughs> but I, I get it. I understand. But even for me, who's somebody who worked in the kitchen, it definitely yeah. brought upon some anxiety that, that it was like, oh my gosh, somebody's going to get burnt. Someone's going to get cut. Somebody's going to you know? Yeah, they're gonna get cut and they're yelling at each other and then it's like what when do they have to open i'm like stressed out where's do they have enough stuff or yeah. without giving it away right or would they have enough food or what the hell yeah it was just like all the things were super stressful at first so but i felt like after the first or second episode because that was it was like a a point where i was like do i like this show or oh my gosh this is really intense you know <laughs> Yeah, I think that, I mean, for me, actually, episode seven was the worst. The one that I think is probably a single or maybe just two or three cuts that 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 day in the kitchen for them was, you know, Hell's Kitchen. It was the worst possible outcome. And there was so much going on, so much franticness that even though I kind of felt like the first couple episodes kind of prepped me for it, like when it got to that seventh episode, I was just like, this is, this is nuts. This, this is crazier than crazy. And I don't, hopefully everybody gets out alive. I mean, for me, it's a little bit easier to watch because although I, I do think my anxiety rises a little bit by watching it, I was like you hoping for the good outcome at the end and was pleasantly surprised and was, was glad that that was the outcome. But at the same time, you know, you'll watch a show I'm probably going to get hit for this, but you know, you watch a show like Yellowstone and every other episode, somebody gets killed. Right. So it's that to ah. me is much higher anxiety than, than this, because it's just ah. like, Oh my gosh, who's going to get killed next. And I think I could handle it. Cause it seemed more real life trauma and anxiety going on with the characters and, and working myself through that as they work through it. Mm, yeah. Good point. I think, you know what, though, for me, the seventh episode, it was really stressful, but I was already invested. 
oh shit if that makes sense like oh yeah the first and second because i i wasn't fully committed especially the first episode to the characters or what was going on i was thinking i was gonna tell you like nope i'm not into this or or am i so by the seventh episode it was like yeah it was really i had a lot of anxiety around it but i was in it i was gonna see it through plus you know there's one more episode after that did i know that (laughs) (laughs) something's gotta happen or um yeah isn't that funny because i don't i don't remember having as much anxiety or i was just used to it and right gripping tightly to my seat or had another drink did I have an edible I don't remember but (laughs) maybe I was like okay we got this all right so we're to that point skip it or binge it I think it's a must binge actually the critics are right on this one if you feel overwhelmed in the beginning just keep going that's my recommendation if you can handle it I'm not advocating drugs or alcohol but you know do it on if you drink or if that's a healthy ish outlet for you or it doesn't harm your health have a drink maybe that first episode and just try to chill and then kitty videos after no it's not like that <laughs> intense you know it's not like some it's not violence and gore it's just intensity yeah it's a food show so it pairs well with a nice glass of wine that's what you're saying yes <laughs> and if you're really true a vegetarian it is about it's about beef <laughs> there there are some cuts of beef in this for sure so just just want to throw that in there just in case okay how about you yeah i would say definitely for the adult set it's a binge for sure i we've talked about extensively about the the trauma kind of inducing anxiety that you may get out of it but like you said i think that if you wade through those first couple of episodes and get used to it that 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 can be relieved i'm not a fan of what i call train wreck tv like where every episode there's a train wreck and it doesn't seem like anybody's uh, redeemable and this is not it may seem like that when you watch watch the first couple of episodes yes but i do think that if you give it time you'll you'll see that it's it's not train wreck tv i mean every day in the kitchen is rough i get that but the, but it's you got to give it time but if you do and if you you like good drama you you like uh good slide in comedy every once in a while or things that are funny uh this is there were definitely, some funny parts yeah, yeah go ahead yeah yeah i think it's i think it's worth it definitely to binge it uh do it it's a nighttime binge after your kids go to sleep for sure uh, yes. because of the language but but definitely i think if you're if you like a good drama episodes are short i think that also helps with yeah the trauma as well or the anxiety mm-hmm. i think that you can get through them easier because it's only 26 30 minutes Is it 20, yeah and i do want to say like not every scene of, of course is not in the kitchen so there's other parts and i'm remembering the birthday party that right. was funny right that's there a whole episode some... <laughs> <laughs> we cater a birthday party so. yes so we won't say any other details besides that but they cater yeah, don't let party. us scare you away from that yeah you know just it's really really good i do recommend it great yeah we both uh say binge it uh, we thank you for coming and listening to us. It's The Bear on Hulu. Uh, make sure if you don't have Hulu that you, you grab somebody's password. Uh, or I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to advocate that. Please don't do that. Uh, but yeah, uh, binge The Bear for sure. Oh, yes. And one more thing. They do tell, you kind of understand why it's called The Bear by the end of 
the season, don't you think? Yes. Which is important to me because I'm like, what, why? So you were yeah. struggling with why the show was as a whole called The Bear. Yeah. Okay. I was just, I was curious. There was a scene in the beginning. I was like, okay, but I didn't but really the, get yeah. it. Yeah, they don't give you a lot of information, but yeah. you'll you'll get there. <laughs> if you if you get there. If, yeah. you, if you hang with it, you'll get there. Yeah. Hey, if you enjoyed what you heard today, we really would appreciate it if you uh, followed, liked, subscribe to the show wherever you're listening from and drop us a, a ranking or a review. It's a huge help for us as far as getting the show out to other people. The podcast services use uh, that information in a big way to push the show to other people. So if you can do that for us, uh, it takes about two or three minutes we greatly appreciate it and what else are we binging this season Ruth so we are binging Wednesday Mm -hmm. and Dor and Ted Lasso season one and two yes yes this is an important one because season three is should be dropping or we should at least get an air date any day now just sitting around fighting my feelings yeah both of us very excited about that one so yes Thanks for joining us and keep watching and listening and we will see you in the next binge. See you then. Thank you. Thanks, sweetie.